Hello and welcome to Hyperfixations, the podcast where we invite various interesting people on to talk about things they could just talk forever about. Here are your hosts, I'm Ali. And I'm Nigel. And today we have Tamar. Tamar, how are you? I'm okay. Um, hopefully um, my, my voice is okay now. Um, I'm okay right now. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine day. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. And what are you here to talk to us about today? Um, vocal anatomy and how it's a... Uh... Vocal anatomy and, ha- and how that um, works into like voice feminization, masculinization for trans people and the like. And um, yeah. Just, okay. Uh, okay. Talk about, like, see, sh- sh- like, just talk about the voice and how it works and stuff. I wonder how long I can keep that in because maybe it'll just get to a point where I just don't know. But maybe I'll just talk about I think that's very interesting. Uh, like, I mm. don't know. As as a trans woman myself, it's very it's very new to me the concept of like having a new voice because I haven't like done any kind of vocal uh, stuff or haven't I haven't even gone on like HRT or anything yet. But oh. it's, it's very yeah. Um, I'm I'm very much a, a baby trans. Um, oh. Yeah, I only I only like came out I don't know, like less. I want to say like half a year ago, something like that. Um, but yeah, so that I don't know. I think that's very interesting. Personally, I don't know about yourself, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Obviously, like especially like a year back when I just started doing all that stuff, um, it was a really oh my god, a year that's been a while. So like a year ago, especially, I was just really into that stuff and like. I knew a bunch of stuff about vocal work, but was like trying to like learn this. I was, uh, I was wanting to uh, sang a bit before, and I was thinking of like being maybe a singer songwriter. I was like listening to a lot of like Kate Bush and Gabriel and Pierre, and inspired me to like maybe mm. if I have time, if I have the uh, motivation, maybe I'll like do stuff like them. So I started to like like sing, and I really played into it. And I was really into voice acting, and then I just started like. I thought maybe I want to feminize my voice. Maybe I, I want to like sound. So at some point, I just started like start looking at resources, and at some point, just things like really connected to me. Just oh, it's this. So it works like that. Oh my god! And mm. and that really sparked like a thing really big special interest right now. So back then, especially that would have been good. But I think right now it's it's still um, pretty major enough to for me to be able to talk. To to talk about and just stay quite enthusiastic for a while. Okay, yeah. So was it specific? So it was specifically to do with performance that you ended up getting into learning about vocal anatomy. Um, what, do you, what do you mean? What like was it specifically to do with performance in you know like being like singing and voice acting that got you into um, learning about vocal anatomy? Yeah, kind of. So I, I think like the. Uh, I think like the the I think like the um the the voice training the voice feminization stuff like got me like deep into that in a way that I, in a way that I've never really been interested in before because um uh and like especially like a lot of like trans voice stuff and like all those videos you find online 
they talk about a lot of vocal anatomy and just sort of like very bombastic sounding names, most of best sounding words. Because I think they're like, a lot of them are trying to like be like more of a, just involve the least possible amount of guesswork in there and just let people um, understand like, oh, I feel the thing in there. Is that thing I need to move? I, I, I can do the thing around this way. Um, and so I think like a lot of it started, um, most particularly when I wanted to like try and start feminizing my voice. But it had a presence. Mm. It had a presence. I had some interest in it. I wanted, like, want to like, try to work with that to some degree, like several years earlier. Okay. Okay. So if you were to, because when you say vocal anatomy, I'm kind of like trying to visualize that in my head. And is it like the way your vocal cords and kind of the internal workings of the throat work and how they're aligned yeah, exactly. or that, 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 that stuff yeah okay so for the people at home maybe who don't know kind of the basics of it would you like to break down kind of the the anatomy of the vocal cords Alright, the basics. I was hoping I could start with the basics because um, I usually start yeah, from the always a good place to start. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, always a good place to start, definitely. So, it's either that or you just go in straight at the deep end and you're like, sink or swim, buddy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, um, in the. It might, it might, it might be a bit long and I might just, like, stutter a bit of my words, stumble a bit of my words, but, like. Don't worry about it. So. In the in in the throat in in the throat there's like a bunch of like do you like membranes two bits of skin and muscle or something the in there they're in the just at some point in the throat just around the like just at the start of like where the when the lungs and like the throat that it's up in the throat actually um uh in around the larynx around a bit but just under mm. the larynx i think um if you ever heard the term vocal cords or vocal thoughts that's what they are um there's like two flaps and they when air passes through when air comes through from the lungs um they're kind of like so they're kind of like um, they're, they're a bit like flags waving in the wind, except because because of the, how small they are and like how tight they, they might be. They do it really fast, like hundreds okay. of times a second fast. Okay. Um, for example, it's a horrifying uh, mental image. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, that, that was like right now. I had my vocal folds um, vibrate at like two hundred twenty-seven times a second. Thing. Oh, just wave okay. in like this tiny wind that the air from your lungs creates as you release it upwards. Hmm. Well. I just envision vocal cords as like strings on a harp. I don't know because. They're always, they're, I don't know, at least here in Ireland, it's always like when I was growing up to be told, don't like yell and scream a lot because your vocal cords are going to break like that. And so <laughs> now 
envisioning them as like two flaps of skin in my throat, which is still terrifying. It's like a giant meat butterfly lives in my throat. Um, kind of oh like god, that's people are going to quote that now. Two two halves of a meat butterfly, actually, like one on each yeah. half of the throat. Yeah. Yeah, I've just um, realized yeah, now. So the, 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 this clip, is a recording. The, yeah, this clip's some, now of me saying it. <laughs> there's some there's videos of this going online, even some like pretty known uh, voice training tutorial videos. And it's a bit painful to see. I kind of wish for those people that put content warnings in that, but like, yeah, okay, that's basically it. It, 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 it. If if you think that it's like kind of a squeamish, that's because it is. But like that's. What it is. But um, anyway, um, the, the way they work, um, the way you use them, like there's a bunch of muscles attached. Like, you don't really feel those muscles move a lot, um, but they can make like. Voice production, you can, you can just it that way, cause, and here's uh -huh. like one sneaky, here's like one like kind of sneaky trick in which you can just do that in order to like change the tone of voice, like, so there's like two different groups of muscles, um, uh, one that you use way more like when you speak in higher, in higher pitches and stuff, and another group of muscles that are used way more like when you speak in like lower pitches all right um okay now the thing the thing with like the lower pitch set of muscles is like the way they also cause the vocal folds to like vibrate like in a more like fuller way and that makes the voice kind of sound beefier and like more mm. uh bazier and intense like kind of and just like like that, like, yeah. that's kind of like how it sounds in my configuration. And, um, in a more masculine sound configuration, like, with the resonance going down, um, it sounds more like this, as opposed to like something like, as, <clears throat> as opposed to like something like this instead. You mm. can hear the difference, like, between this and, uh, this. So, um, so, um, the uh, so, so the vocal folds, um, so, also, the other way around, like... Uh, the, that is just crazy, though. Like, that people can do shit like that with their voice? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So some people say it's, like, the be the ultimate musical instrument. And, like, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think that they have... I have reason to believe that. Have so, you seen um, that video of um, the actor Simon Pegg showing where the, the Beatles live in his mouth? No, it's a party. Awesome. Yeah, it's a party trick it. where um, I'll find the link to it now. It's a party trick he does where he like does the voices of each of the four Beatles, but the way he does them is like he points it out. He's on some radio talk show, and it's like they live in different parts of your mouth. So with, with like one of them, you're speaking from very up high at the top ah, and back of your mouth. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. If if someone is listening, like maybe. Like in like one of the in like in a voice training server on Discord, um, just I really hope they find that and point out. I think one of the two teachers is definitely just gonna be all over it, especially Ziana. I think Ziana. I think Ziana's just gonna be just talking about it all day because it's awesome. just exactly the mm. kind of thing that like those people just love. Like, oh, I yeah. feel that kind of voice in that part of my voice. I feel that that's it's, it's just really unique. It's really like mm. interesting how like. How like little we actually know about how those things work, and just how just it's just how yeah. 
So like the the other the opposite works too. Um, you have like the um, you have the the set the set of muscles that like kind of position the vocal folds in the way that's like more appropriate for like using high pitches. Mm-hmm. And um, because with those um, because because. When the vocals are like kind of thick, it's like harder to like na- navigate the pitches a bit more, and like a bit like harder to like move around and pitch. They make the voice kind of um, they make the voice kind of pure and kind of like fluty a bit instead. And okay. um, you can use it too. Um, you can um, uh, sp- you can learn to like bring down that flutiness to lower pitches. Or like you can go up and, and and bring those and bring that um uh bring that buzziness up to the brassiness up to higher pitches you know and um this is like wizardry yeah <laughs> I thought so too like yeah. ah I can also I can also make a voice quite quite like this you know you can speak like this just you know that sort of stuff you know <laughs> uh, I ah. I know we have to like build the episode and be like, you know, when we put it out, we got to put like a title and stuff and be like, it's, you know, this with this person like we normally do, you know, but like, I feel like it'd be very funny to not tell people what we're doing and put this episode out and be like, there's 20 guests on now and then just do a bunch of different places. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't um, know. What, what, when, ne- when next year's, um, when, when, when next April starts coming up, you could like call me up. Like we could like do an episode like late March. You could put it up on April first. <laughs> we'll oh, that'd be so good. Oh, oh wait, I can't believe we missed that. Uh, so anyway, um, back to like voice stuff. Um, so uh, bad thing it's called vocal weights. That um, the like, the like. Buzzy, like beefy kind of brassiness stuff, and like the fluty kind of pure voice. Mm. Um, people have come to like call it um, vocal weight. That's like kind of a term explaining how it sounds like uh, a more of a, a heavy, like a more of a heavy voice, like ah, uh, ah, uh, like using a lot of mass, like moving a lot of mass of vocal folds are involved in this, versus a very a more light voice where like less. Of the vocal folds are moving around, uh, they might move more. They might move more or less. It's not really dependent on volume. I could just raise. They can make it louder and but like less okay. of the massive vocal folds are involved. It's also called vocal fold thickness, but that kind of like talks about how much the the voice, um, h- how much of the vocal folds move, move uh, like like what happens to the vocal folds when that happens physically to them. Like, yeah. is, is they like stretched out and like become thinner, or is it, like like bunched together more and then they like thick, and um, <clears throat> and uh, right about that, just like all the vocal tracks, the, the all the pathways, the voice goes because the the way like what comes straight out of the vocal folds when they vibrate, that's not how a voice sounds. It's like sound looks like some weird buzzing or something. Okay. What yeah. shapes that thing into a voice that recognize it is like. It's, it, it goes up, vibrates up across the larynx and stuff, all the, across the throats, and out into the mouth. The shape of the mouth affects it, and the shape of like the lips, and it comes out um, as a voice that way. Yeah. And 
mm. controlling the shape of those parts and the things they do is like controlling how, how what you do with those things um is also like a part of how you do that um yeah so um does volume play a part in it i don't know because i'm just thinking oh, no, like if you're much. speaking no. at louder volume would your meat butterfly uh, i not, can't not stop really, thinking about that good <laughs> Could, but it's not much. It's not really so much compared to like vocal weights and like the resonance of it. Okay. About. So anyway, I was talking about the vocal tracks, so like all that stuff, all that weird and atomical stuff left is maybe like with more to layman's terms. Uh, when you fill a cup of water and stuff, um, it kind of like goes up in pitch, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that happens. Uh, can you imagine where that happened? Like, look at like. What happens to like the the air in the cup when you fill it up? Maybe it has something to do with that. Could you think? Hold on. What? There's less air. Yeah, and there's less room for the sound waves to bounce around. They like hit something much sooner. They, yeah, they hit something much sooner. So um, they um, so there's. Yeah, like there isn't like any pitch to the thing. It's not really moving. The, those bubbles don't really have like a pitch. It's just all like there's just a random noise, or like yeah, just a bunch of like different noises. But like, um, <clears throat> if you could like go in a, I'm thinking in a way to explain it that like isn't for, like, people who use synthesizers and, like, people just don't set. So, like, there's, like, it, it can, like, think of noise as, like, a lot of, like, different notes played at the same time by things, because, like, one button goes boop, and then goes boop, 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 boop. There's, like, tons of that, like, tons of times a second different pitches, and just, it just sounds like chaos. <laughs> but, um... But what happens in the cup when it's being filled, like, um, uh, the notes, the, um, if, if some sound waves, like, come repeating at a certain, at a certain amount of times a second to kind of make a notes, like I said, like, when I play, sang that A, it was, like, 220 times a second, um, so, if some, if, if some, um, so if some notes like the bubbles come around, um, and the speed, the frequency at which they bounce and, and hit the, the edge of the glass or they, hit, or they hit the water, if it's about the same kind of, if if it hits just just as 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 a new like pulse of sound happens and just the loop repeats, is that interference happening and the no, it's the opposite of interference. Just the thing, a new wave comes and a new wave just bounces at the same time and it hits another wall of the glass and it just kind of like everything at the exact same frequency and just like builds up and up and up and we just. That makes us hear the thing more. Like, that's kind of also what happens. Um, that's how we. Um, that, that's what happens when we. Um, When we like make that that sort of thing on a glass. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If, when you if play the glass bottles. Just did it, 
Yeah, if, if it was filled up more, it would be higher pitched because, like, so if the glass was fuller, um, then it would just, it would, like, make a different pitch because, like, the, what happens, like, there is the pitch to, like, that kind of me touching the, uh, the glass, like, listen, when, when I'm holding it, when lockdown vibrates, it just makes that no note, it just, a click. But mm. when I don't, it just can vibrate all across the glass itself and just um, all across the air inside. Just go, yeah, so I can move across the thing. Um, that's. Um, <clears throat> that, that gives it room for. That pitch comes from like. That sort of. Resonance coming out, the sort of like positive feedback loop of like a bunch of sounds, a bunch of like sound waves coming in at certain rates, and then they bounce at something at a certain rate as well, the same rates. So it just builds them in a feedback loop and creates this thing. So, okay, that was a bit of a tangent. Um, so, what's that? Uh, that has to do with like the voice. Um, that happens with the vocal faults. I'm not involved in any of this. Sure. I'm not gonna make it bit. It's all just changing stuff around and just changing the resonance. Are you okay? <clears throat> um, your whispering is your whispering isn't being picked up by your mic. It's only it's being picked up only sometimes because you're not like breaking the noise gate. Ah, oh, uh, there's a noise gate. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, do you have push to talk? Maybe it might work better just for if you're doing something like that. Because we only got like a have, patch of that in the middle. I have yeah. a, um, a thing. I, I have uh, voice activity, but it's like turned way down low to like minus 100 dB. Uh, it's supposed to pick up that as well. don't know what's going on. Mm. I'm not sure. It just it only came through in the in the middle there. Hmm. Mm. So let me try again. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't like. There wasn't like um, periodic vibration of the vocal folds at all. It wasn't like a steady pitch. It wasn't a steady rhythm that the vocal folds vibrated in. It was just whispering, and um, I was shaping that with all the stuff that's just above the vocal the vocal folds. Um, <clears throat> all the um. All the um, uh, all the um, uh, the larynx and stuff in the mouth. Um, so the larynx. Let's talk about the larynx first. Um, it, we can just pull it up and like we don't need to use force for it. it can, we can just do it with a lot of practice and just um, whispering a lot of whispering like I did, just going up and down with it and just when. At some point, just like stop whispering and like don't stop doing stuff with your voice, but just turn <coughs> from the whisper, just start talking like uh, like this, and it's like good way to like start working battles like like with your voice. Mm. So um, let me okay. demonstrate. Um, with the resonance, I'm using a pretty low resonance right now. 
And let me, uh, let me what, raise it. Ah, uh, one, two. Ah, uh, ah, uh, one, two. Hey, ah. Uh, so, that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, that works, okay. like, let me, like, one, ah, 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 one. Now I'm sending kind of like a cartoon, like, now. Now I'm sending kind of like a cartoon character with my voice. Now it's kind of like really squeaky and that kind of yeah. Ah, that that. Um. So, uh, so the larynx. Sorry, I'm nodding. I there's a lot of sections in the podcast where it's like dead air for me because this is this is if people are listening, you should just know I'm nodding. Then this is not a this is not a uh, visual medium, but I enjoy nodding. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, no, that makes sense. So, um, so it comes out of the of the larynx, and there's also the mouth you can control. So, um, so, um, so, uh, uh, so here I'm like trying to keep the larynx pretty pretty high, but I'm trying to like keep the mouth pretty big, and um, now I'm like trying to like keep the mouth uh, pretty small. And a uh, shrink kind of a thing that's kind of a fold mouth. Another thing, like another bit of like uh, a fold of skin, I think. It's like, yeah. Uh. And, and now I'm like, uh, trying to like, keep everything pretty low, except the mouth. Except trying to keep everything low, except the, except the mouth. And ah, uh, ah, uh, you know, um, that sort of stuff. Uh, one, two. Ah, uh, one, two, one, two, ah, uh, hey, hey, okay. one, two, one, two, ah, uh, so, like. Yeah. How much, how much of a role does the way you manipulate your mouth go, or, like, how much of a role does that play into vocal resonances and how your vocal cords move and interact? The mouth? Like, is it a bit, yeah, mm-hmm. is it a part? Uh, no, and it just it doesn't really directly affect the vocal fold at all, much at all. Like maybe a bit, but not much. No, no. Um, it's just a separate thing. It's like all the thing that's like well got to do with like creating the voice that's in the vocal folds and um, that kind of area and just maybe random and everything else. Everything just above that is the resin. It's just like shaping. Um, it's like shaping. It's like when you put like with like have those speakers and like go with like, your hands just like meeting ah, wow 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 that sort of stuff except it's like happens in lots of different ways in like your mouth or maybe just a couple different ways when you look at it hmm yeah now i'm just thinking about like the different types the different types of accents uh and how they work and it's kind of like it's kind of like the um, Simon thing I was talking about earlier. But like you know when you when you look at like regional accents, so for it's like people they sound kind of the same, but there's like slight differences. And like I know in in Dublin anyway, there's like a big difference between um there's a big difference between North and South Dublin mm. accents. Yeah. Um, like the North Dublin one is mu- is like. A higher kind of one, whereas the South Dublin one is a bit. I did like smoother isn't really the word, but it's very like 
posh and smooth and posh, it, yeah. like yeah more e like elongated vowels where they're more clipped um on the north side of the city which I, I think is really interesting for like two sides of a comparatively small city yeah um, yeah that's very interesting that's cool yeah i've barely noticed like any anything of that sort like change um uh like geographically if there is, I haven't mm. noticed that, and I think it'll be really cool to find out that something like this could just, um, I love, like, original accents inside within the country. I think it's, like, oh, like, within, like, a specific, like, what, what's apparently, like, the same kind of populace. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, because, like, to, I, I, I don't really know what the accents are like with you, but, like, I know there's a cultural conception of what an Irish accent is, you know? And I yeah. think that's kind of helped. Or a Scottish accent or an English accent. Yeah, all yeah, of those are like helped a, even by the, the media. Even like a gazillion different English accents. Yeah, yeah, it exactly. Really even in Ireland, like, like in Cork, there's a different, like Cork and the city where I live, like, there is a difference between like the like the outside accent, the outside is where I live, and the north side accent. Like, and it's not that like it's not a big city, like it's quite small. Yeah, it's way smaller than even Dublin. Yeah, like it's tiny, but like um, you just go over the you just go over the bridge and then boom. Hmm. Yeah, and like those are yeah, a lot of those are, are kind of um, shaped by the media and the way. Um, the way they're portrayed, you know, like you were saying to Mao, with like, we have this one thing of like, a lot of what people think of it in, in English accent is very much like the, oh, yes, you know, like that's kind of like, oh, uh, upper crust British, yeah. you know, the pronunciation, the very, uh, yeah, um, the received yeah. pronunciation, yeah, um, very, um, official, um, you see, English, um, very, um, proper accents, no, um, and, very few people actually speak that way in the reality. That, that was like not very good. Very few people actually speak yeah. that way in the Yeah, no. Um, except maybe like uh, some Torres, maybe. Perhaps. Some Torres, just. Torres. Bloody Torres. Yeah. Uh, I'm Boris Johnson, and uh, I demand a house made of. Really. Yeah. No, no, even he doesn't speak like that. It's just like a more milder version of that. Uh, I'm, having, I'm, having a, I'm having a party. Noises. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I as well, just, I don't so, sometimes I Sometimes I slip into an English accent, but it's like when I say specific words. I've noticed when I quote the Cat in the Hat live action film, sometimes I slip into a vaguely British accent. Um... I don't, like I don't know what my voice sounds like normally because it's kind of a hybrid of Irish and then like that American accent you pick up from watching American TV as a kid. Um, yeah. But then when I say "I'll get you," "I'll get you," and it looked like a bloody accident. <laughs> <laughs> I say that mostly to my dogs because they're they're criminals. But they're terror yeah, holy terrors. Holy terrors, yeah. Um, but then that has me thinking of, do you know, like, the transatlantic accent? The one that they used in films? Like, nowhere 
nowhere sounds like that. That's a, a, an accent they made up entirely for um, TV and film. Yeah, you know? Atlantic accent. Yeah, I think yeah, like I'm, I'm like a hybrid sort of proper English, quote unquote. And yeah, uh, with like the broad sensibility like, well, of well, something they just dropped it completely for some reason because I don't know maybe like they or the others wanted like more realistic sounding speech or something. Maybe, but I think that's interesting in the con in the context of what you're talking about with vocal anatomy, which is like how did they decide on that one and how like. Because you've made an accent. You're not You're not like, oh, this is how people talk in this country. You're like, this is how people talk in one specific part of these specific countries and we're going to put it together. Like, I don't know, that must have been a really interesting thing because you can come up with a language, you know, like Esperanto. They just made that shit up. Um, yeah. But you're like, say your normal English, but in this specific way. Um I don't know. I think that's fascinating. Yeah, so, um... Those are, like, uh... So, those are, like, um... <clears throat> you can, uh... You can, like, open, open up, um... Open up, uh, parts of your, um... Parts in your, um... In your, like... Around the back of your mouth, and just um, that kind of like kind of causes twang, or um, you can like lower your soft palate or something, and um, speak more na- nasally, like because you lower the soft palate and like kind of. Hmm. I know. Um, I don't know what's what's causing that. What's between the soft palate and that? Yeah, maybe I'll find out hopefully. Um, and you can like uh, pull back the tongue a bit. Like tongue grab it and like, uh, you can like pull back the tongue a bit and just um do this kind of like um comment, kind of like comment voice, yeah, or like you know, that sort of thing. Hi, uh, Kermit the Frog here. Uh. Oh yeah, but like, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. so. Yay, uh, Kermit the Frog here, uh-huh. and I'm here to host a hyperfixations podcast. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually the, this is actually the first like um. Like that time when I fired Nigel during the um Marvel episode, I think her replacement is um Kermit Frog. Yeah. It Kermit is actually puppeting me. (laughs) (laughs) It's all getting exciting. Yeah. No, the voice can do so many interesting things. And I'm saying this partially as someone who works in sound uh, and does a lot of sound editing, but also just in general, like, I mean, I've, I've played a lot of games and I've watched a lot of, like, anime stuff, so there's a lot of, like, you know, voice acting performances in that. And you've got, like, you know, the staple of American, or British people who do really good American accents and American people who do really shit accents from anywhere else. Um, <laughs> um, but ha- have either of you played Elden Ring? No. So there's a there's a boss in Elden Ring, and he has, like, the funkiest voice ever. It's very much like, oh, it really scratches my brain. Um, but people were like, oh, yeah, like, the guy who the guy who voiced that, you know, he couldn't possibly have done that with his own voice. He did, you know, a certain bit, and then they edited it. And mm. then I was watching a video where he just did it on a random Zoom interview. Um, 
it's Rikard. He's like a man who's become yeah. a snake, but it's very like, like gooey. Like it, it like um, join the Serpent King, but it's like join the Serpent King as family. Like it's so it, it's so like <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, it's I, I I don't know. It's it's very. It's very disgusting, but it's amazing. Especially when you find out that he can do it himself. Join yeah. as family. Like it and the way he pronounces the words as well, just like the intonation, it's not as family, it's as family, but then with that weird like on it. Um sorry, I'm just I'm I'm in my Elden Ring hyperfixations era. Um, it's fantastic, yeah. I, I'm listening. I still listen to like the the Jimquisition podcast, um, and uh, they stopped talking about Elden Ring for some for some point, and just I didn't notice that. And like, cause for a bit, like both um, Steph and Laura were super hyped on Elden Ring. They were like, I, I don't really time have time to catch their streams, but um, they, they just mostly just stream Elden Ring now. They, they love that game, and. Uh, they just stopped talking about it and just surprising. Which podcast is this? You buy that game, huh? Which podcast is this? Um, uh, the Jimquisition podcast. Uh, or just the Podquisition for short. Okay. Yes. Always happy to hear more people talk about Elden Ring. But yeah, um, I suppose. Um, it's like a gaming suppose- podcast. It's mostly a gaming podcast. Um, mm. A lot of it is just, uh, just um, Steph, Flora, and uh, Conrad just t- talking about talking for, like twenty minutes at least about like some some random shit that happened in their week. Yeah, um, um, as neurodivergent people do. Yeah, the both autistic people have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> Gestures at this podcast, being like, "Yep," <laughs> <laughs> as neurodivergent people do. Um, but I suppose to return it slightly on track, you mentioned at the start when you were talking about, um, learning about vocal anatomy, that it was, um, to do with, you were also getting into voice acting. So like, I'm going to try and tie this into a nice little segue. Um, just you watch. Um, yeah. Do you have any like vocal performances that you really, really enjoy or, are there any that have influenced the way that you go about voice acting? Um, uh, any specific ones? Uh, I don't really remember anything right now. Uh, maybe I'll remember a bit later on. But, um, I do like, um, like, for example, like, all the. I've been, like, really. I've been to varying different levels into Doctor Who for, like, the last 10 years since like my mid-teens and uh for a bunch of times it's been like a really major special interest of mine um not always but for several times it's been uh so uh it's been several it's been interest of mine several times so um uh so like just uh, like listening to like the the different voice actors um, doing like the um, all the different like alien voices, especially the Dalek voices. Like it's a it's a really fun voice to make. To, to make like um, it's a bit awkward. Like it's like 
this kind of like uh kind of voice like play like good voice like so it's a bit feels a bit awkward but like, it's it's pretty fun voice to do like pretty fun thing okay and, yeah and, uh, just it was like the And yeah, yeah, oh, um, like, um, the, like, parrots, like, a lot of, like, the kind of, like, cutie, uh, um, uh, small kind of voices, like, the Tara Strong makes, like, uh, uh, but, like, the sort of, uh, maybe it's should, like, uh, like, um, and also, like, especially, like, um, that in anime, that like sort of trope, but like sort of like the anime girl voice. Uh, just how people imagine like do that sort of voice um, uh, when normally it just sounds like uh, It's just really interesting, mm. like how they technically do that, and just I think it's really cool and just uh, I thought it would be like really fun. The only uh, the only anime girl voice I know is that apparently there's people who say like ever ever, but that's all I know. Um. <laughs> There's like uh, sort of like there's like a bunch of like several like uh, younger women or like uh, teenage girls and stuff in, in girls anime like you pop up and just say they have this like um, that really sound like they do in reality so much as like this like incredibly like um, incredibly bright incredibly uh, T- um, uh, tiny squeaky voice uh, that's like it's really um, and uh, it's just cu- it's it just like really cute before anything else that's really so like it's um, some uh, western cartoons like have have characters with that sort of voice too like as I said Tara Strong um voices with a lot of characters like this um D voices hmm? oh, oh she voices new Harley Quinn um yeah. but I'm trying to think now what, what she's she, she was in Fairly Odd Parents wasn't she that's uh, Timmy yeah and, like, she was also she also, she also bu- bu- Bubbles like Bubbles is name like in in, uh, in the Powerpuff Girls like the, the blue one mm. yeah and uh like for example like uh and also it's kind of a different sort of voice a bit different not exactly the same category but like there's also like how like ashley birch kind of doing uh that uh sort of like the, the tiny tina sort of voice like so she did a kind of voice a bunch of times before like it's a voice that she, it's a sort of voice that she used a lot in like hey ash what you're playing is like this sort of like series on youtube that she did like Many years ago, with like brother and stuff, a bunch of like comedy skits about video games on YouTube, and she uses like a very similar voice to Tiny Tina, and uh, somewhat difficult in that voice ended up being known as the voice of Tiny Tina in Borderlands. Um, she voices um Aloy in in which in Horizon Aloy, Zero Dawn, uh, the one with the robot dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh, first. Yeah. Do you not know the Robot Dinosaurs game, Holly? Uh, don't think so. It's and like every five-year-old to... boy's dream because it's robots and it's dinosaurs. It could only be more appealing <laughs> to that and graphic. And she also, she also ro- voiced, um, she also voiced like the biggest character, like the game that broke um, hundreds of thousands, if not more, like transvian eggs. 
Life is strange. <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah, I just... Um... So, yeah, um... Both, uh, Chloe and the other main character are cis, but, like, um... Okay, I might be spoiling a bit right now, but, like... It's like a seven-year-old game now, but like... Oh, just... She's just... Chloe's so cool and like... Uh, she's like this... Uh... Life is Strange is a lot. It's pretty intense, but like this game... Chloe's so gold. <laughs> Chloe Stan podcast. Yeah, it's an Ashley Birch Stan podcast too. I don't know whether that got picked up on my, my, my laptop as being a bit fucky. Um, but yeah, I, in case it wasn't, I'll just get it down on the record. Um, Ashley Birch, I know you're listening. Uh, please come on the show. <laughs> Ashley Birch is like our biggest fan. I mean, you never know. She's got a nice voice. Um, she has multiple voices. That's the thing. You got what? She has multiple nice voices. That's the thing. Can't hear you. Are you? Mm, oh, sorry. Um. Um. No, no, I wasn't saying anything. Sorry, just um, space for a second there. Ah, okay. Ah, so um. Oh, there's the. Oh, there's the Beatles oh. thing, like the soundbag, the Beatles thing. Uh. Uh, I'm just putting all those videos on my tabs. Uh, there we go. Uh, <clears throat> there we go. Um, so, um... So, uh... I I'm a bit stuck, I don't know what to talk about now. Um... If you want, unless Nigel has any further questions, we could, um, wrap it up, like, if you if you feel better with that, or like, or if, if anything else comes to mind. Um, uh, if, if anyone has any more questions, I'd, I'd like to continue, but like, I think, um, we're kind of at a, po we're at a point where like, um, we can just finish it. Well, I, actually, I was going to ask, uh, Ooh, sorry, okay. I've been, com I've been completely in and out of it there with tech issues. Um, I was going to ask, like, how has then, um, in terms of, like, vocal anatomy and the way you perceive your voice and the way that you, like, speak, how has changing your voice to fit in with affirming your gender identity? Like, how do you go about doing that? You know, like, how does that work for you? If that's not too um, personal a question. First of all, um, it has been really if hard. It, first of all, yeah, if it's... Thing. Just actually, just off be. the record, if it's if it's a question, you can just I'm, I'm say so. And, and ways, we won't. I'm still I'm still learning, learning ways to like um, I'm still learning ways to like make it um, more um, a, a, a more enjoyable experience for myself, and just be able to like kind of make it um, kind of feel like less work for me, while also yeah. accomplishing more more practice um, a day. Um, don't play ways for that still. Um, uh, but it's fun. I, the, I, I, I'm taking private lessons. I'm taking private lessons uh, regularly. Uh, okay. 
and um, I probably said title lessons. I've also read and watched quite a bit of stuff, so I could like learn uh, quite a bit myself in case like my teacher doesn't know, and I just and I don't have to rely on a specific teacher, and just I could like know extra more than they teach me. Um, I could give recommendations. I could give like a bunch of resources and recommendations for teachers and stuff. And resources. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Mm. Is there a lot of resources online for um, like presumably this is a thing that which faces an awful lot of trans people when they go about affirming their gender identity? Is um, there's probably you know, a bunch of like li- there's a bunch of, res- of different resources and probably a bunch of different lists listing them. But I also created my own. This okay, is, like this Google Documents. Uh, if you want to link, yeah, yeah. Um, if you put it into if you put it into recording voice chat, we uh, I'll pin it and then I can include it in the description of this episode if you want. Oh, what in, in the in the voice chat in, reco- in the text channel for recording voice chat? Yeah, if you just put the link to the the thing. Okay, yeah. If you're I'll all right go with that, go ahead with it. I'll. Just hang on, just a bit. Um, yeah. Here we are. Uh, 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 there we go. Okay. And it's, I'm sorry, Lovely. it's kind of intimidating. Tell me, like, if there's any way I can improve it, because um, I'm left to, and it's. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to open it now and see what's what is on it um we just read through some of it trans voice resources voice for absolute beginners false fold control linguistics linguistics got discord and a website okay trans voice lessons youtube vocal validation singing lessons for trans and non-binary people trans voice therapy with melina yaharis Clover Grigsby also teaches at Trans Voice Lessons. This is a lot of, this is a lot of resources. And I, sorry, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, like, holy shit. Thank you. I I want to like, be able to like, make people look for stuff as the least amount as possible. Like, um, yeah, I like that must be really daunting if you're trying to do it on your own. Thank you. It's been over some time. I like, started doing it like a year ago, and just I think most of the stuff was there by like June, July 2021. Okay. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, um, and since then, I've also just added a bunch of things and just, just changed things around. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of like. Uh... Training through singing, voice breakdown series. Does singing help in terms yeah, of that, training your voice? To... It definitely okay. can. Because, um, like, when you sing, you um, w- when you sing, you, you just work your vocal folds in a pretty active way. Like, maybe usually, maybe more than like when you um, speak, especially like when you like sing quote unquote properly. Um, but that's mm. why, like. A lot of the, a lot of those voice teachers, a lot of the vocal voice training teachers, um, ask might ask you if you, um, if you've been like, um, if you're a 
professionally trained singer like if you had like a vocal coach for singing because um that by that point if you did that then you like have a lot of like a basic groundwork of technique that you, you can use and yeah. um and yeah so the, both of those things go hand and hand really well um if you sing if you like if you've been singing quite a bit and you continue to sing that can help like voice training you feminize or masculinize your voice and when he starts doing that, or when he starts doing, but even if you haven't seen him before, seen before, um, doing that sort of stuff, even um, if he starts singing, uh, and, uh, um, if you start singing after you've started voice training, um, that could also help you um, sing better. Hmm. Singing seems to be a miracle cure. I use I use singing to help. Uh, I, I look uh, at the get a bit, a bit of a sorry, sorry for the sudden um, tangent. I look at no, the no, guest. Is ahead. that left at London? Is that not puff? Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had um, we had left at London on for an episode on uh, Death Grips. That's really awesome. Yeah, that's... check her out. Like, um, I also found Laura Les on like one of the. I think one of the voice training Discord servers once. It was like really cool. She was just nice. And they, they talked. To, she she yeah. talked about music and stuff. And I was going like one of the admins just had a back and forth of like recommending music to each other, and it was really <laughs> cool. And um, maybe like um, maybe if Laura Liz could come on here, I think it'd be pretty cool. Just sort of like a bunch of like different music. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good. A lot of those people are just really cool, just have a lot of interest. Mm. So, um, yeah, uh, what, what were you going to say? Sorry for interrupting you. Oh, no, I, I, it was just like unrelated to um, training your voice. I use singing, but like for the opposite way, I use, I sing while I run because when you sit when you sit and you're running it opens your lungs up more and it gets more oxygen in or at least that's how i've rationalized it to myself um because i probably look like a lunatic because i live in the suburbs and that's where i go jogging um how, but, how do you sing while you're running like i run and like i can't even talk well see so you gotta you gotta like Pace yourself up for which presumably is kind of the same way if you're trying to train your voice. This is I'm training my lungs, so I'm just doing it on the opposite mm. end. The opposite end of the meat butterfly, as they say. No one says Fair. that, but I have. They do now. Uh, oh, we should just get a t-shirt made with every time I say something stupid, so I have a physical reminder of all my greatest <laughs> mistakes. To be um, fair, the amount of stupid things I've said on the podcast. If you did go. Just... You did go to see um, a Marvel film in the cinema. You you went to see Venom in the cinema. That is a thing you said. I it was Infinity War. Um, but um, oh yes. I've, the amount of stupid things I've said on the podcast, you could have made like a montage. You just haven't yet. Oh yeah, when I have more free time, I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna make montages of this show. I can't wait. Piper fixations, no content. Yes. Um. I feel like that's a good place to wrap it up, unless anyone has anything else. Uh, I don't, unless you have anything to mark. Uh, no, not automatically, nothing like... I could start to progress something else, but I don't really have anything immediately right now.
It's all right. Um, Tamar, uh, where can we, where can we find you? Is there any social media you want to share? Or anything you want to blog or anything? Uh, hang on. Uh, 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 just one bit. Hang on. Um. So, um, on Twitter, um, I'm uh, universal underscore illum. That's with two L's, short for eliminated. It's kind of like I thought it's a cool, it'd be a cool uh, username, just referencing some CGI thing that I've like also like kind of have an interest in. Um, fair, fair. That's universal um, underscore I L L U M. All right. And I don't know, maybe I'll just barely be there anymore now um, uh, because of uh, uh, whatever Elon Musk might be doing with it. Maybe it'll just turn into an absolute <laughs> hellscape, I don't know. Um, and yeah. also, on um, uh, obviously, as this is where the book is recorded, I'm also on, on Discord. Um, this is like, this is universal. Um, the U is, um, the U is cap, the U is uppercase, and the rest of the letters are lowercase. Universal, um, space, illuminator, and that's all caps. The illuminator is in all caps. And the four number sequence is hash 4135. Universal illuminator, hash 4135. Lovely. Perfect. Uh... Is that it for you, or...? Uh, I saw Facebook, but, um... I'm a bit conflicted about, like, if we're at yet. Um, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, TikTok, I, I have the... Uh, I'm, I'm on the clock app, so that's and I keep forgetting that I am. Um... I'm at Tamar Noah Finer. All, all, all lowercase, without spaces. Tamar, that's T-A-M-A-R. Noah, that's N-O-A. Finer, that's F-E-I-N-E-R. No spaces, all lowercase. And, uh... Uh, uh, um... Yeah. Okay. And, um... Instagram, Instagram, I'm on, uh... Not the Mind Probe. Um, that's all, um... That's, uh, is it lowercase? That's all lowercase, yes. Uh, not the mind probe. Um, all lowercase, no spaces. Um, but it's a Doctor Who reference thingy. Um, could I sit to who gets it? Um, you're cool. Um, um, and uh, Facebook, uh, I'm probably keeping it for friends and stuff, for closer friends and stuff, maybe. Uh, fair, fair. Uh, hmm? Yeah, I think, I think um, that's it. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, Nigel, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at SpicyNigel, where recently I've been posting, uh, I posted a new article that I wrote about the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Um, I, uh, oh, I, I, the worst idea ever, um, you've heard of custard creams, now get ready for mustard creams. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, uh, the the, res- the one response I got to that tweet was, Hi, how do I unhear about this? <laughs> um, so, Amazing. yes. Yeah, and then also I, I posted about, I read the TikTok book. I read The Atlas Six. Um, one of the worst books I've ever read. Oof, that's probably a hot take. We'll get into that, like, in the fucking bonus episode. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at AliCat underscore Ali spelled like alleyway, cat spelled with a K, and you can find me on Instagram at Ali, A-L-L-Y underscore K underscore Keegan. You can find the podcast about Hyperfixations P on Twitter. Or at Hyperfixations Pod on Instagram. Rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Underground Overground Wombling Free with the Wombles of Wimbledon. <laughs> um, if you would like to come onto the show to discuss one of your hyperfixations, please feel free to reach out at one of the aforementioned social media. If you like the show, tell a friend. If you didn't, nobody likes a fucking narc. Um, yeah. And that is all for this week. Tamara, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. I'm glad. Uh, um, maybe? Uh, can, can I go on a podcast some other later time again, maybe in several months, uh, talk about something else? They might be be returning? Uh, sure. Yeah. Maybe if that's a thing you do. Yeah, like, we're definitely open to it. Like, um, oh, yeah. see how we go. It's never happened before, but mm-hmm. you could be the first. Um, I always yes. look for I also look for opportunities to have to fixate about stuff when I want to have to fixate. So uh, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think that's all. Uh, that's all for now. Um, that's all for this week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 See ya. Signing off.